0: Nobody ain't got to convince me of what I do. I do what I do because I do what I do. Because I'm built from something. And man didn't create
1: it. Welcome to the hottest podcast in the Central Valley. Home Team
0: Podcast.
1: Welcome to another Home Team Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Z. And today's guest is none other than Fresno City College newest athletic director, Mr. Derek Johnson. Derek, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks, Rob. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. How have you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just navigating all the obstacles, ready to get back full steam ahead with, with athletics at Fresno City College, but also just making sure we're doing some mental checks with all of our student athletes and just students students as a whole at Fresno City yeah that's
1: good to hear how uh so this is so you are new since july here correct
0: that's correct yep so, actually coming up on one year july 1
1: yes that's coming up one year anniversary so how <clears throat> how has the covid situation uh has it been tough on you to do what you supposed to do what you have to do or has it kind of been a blessing in disguise because you get to do and prepare for other things that normally you don't have time for
0: well, um, obviously COVID's affected a lot of uh, families, a lot of students, a lot of people in and around the Central Valley and just the world, as, just the world. It's a national pandemic. Uh, we, we've lost uh, a lot going through this national pandemic. Uh, some students, you know, we've, we've lost lives. I, I've lost family members. Uh, So, you know, I I, I would be the first to say that obviously COVID wasn't a good thing for us. However, you know, one of the things that I believe, um, COVID kind of, it kind of forced us all to kind of look at our situations and, uh, you know, really force us to be thankful of some of the things that we have in our life, some of the people that we have in our life, uh, and also, you know, honestly, uh, you know, our, our professions, our jobs have made us look at athletics in a different perspective. Um, it's forced us to do things, uh, totally different, um, from an athletic standpoint. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, will, you know, no matter what side of the political spectrum you sit on, no matter how you, you view COVID, it forced us to do things totally different, um, as it relates to athletics, as it relates to how we operate in our lives. Um, uh, on, the, on the upside of COVID for me, uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, if if someone were to ask me what what positives can I pull out of the time period of COVID, I could say, hey, I I, I moved to Fresno, California, accepted a, a great position at Fresno City College. Uh, my, my daughter was born in October of 2020, I have an eight month old and, you know, just, you know, there, there are some positives there for me, but also, um, you know, on the flip side of it in in a work situation, it did give us time. It's kind of funny because you, you would think we had time to plan right for the upcoming year. But the problem is we, we literally have not really, we just got the direction on where we're going on June 15th, mm. as far as how we're opening up, how the state's going to open it up, what's going to be allowed. So we could plan, we could try and put things in place, but we really couldn't do that until we figured out what what the state was going to allow and how we were going to open up. Uh, but also, I also think, um, you know, and just with, with COVID in general, um, it gave us time to assess how we were doing things and I think that's what makes us better as a athletic department uh we assessed our processes our policies uh to make sure that we weren't um creating barriers and gaps for uh for students on campus and and making sure that we were creating access for uh for programming on campus
1: yeah that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, you, you could plan all you want, but it, uh, during the pandemic, everything changed like every week, you know? So was yeah. so tough. I, I, I couldn't uh, just imagine what you're, what you're having to do at that level.
0: That, yeah. I'm, and I think, I think one thing that I think we did it very well, I, and I, and I, and I definitely have to give, um, uh, some credit and and a, a big uh, shout out to our president, Dr. Kara Goldsmith, and you know she was very adamant about opening slow and steady, and that's what we did. Even as we opted into sports uh, during the first, summer, we opted out of fall sports. I mean, we the the county was in a in a horrible spot as it relates to um, COVID cases and, uh, and and during the fall, but we opted in in the spring and we just we really we really did it very very slow but steady our athletic trainers were great i mean you know that's that's one of the key things that i think behind the scenes a lot of people don't realize that you know our athletic trainers are first line they're first responders they worked on the first line all throughout covid Mm. uh they came in contact with our 500 student athletes plus and and created a um a uh, athletic re-implement, reimplementation plan for us to be safe uh, and to come back in the fall, and that's that's a huge task for um, you know our athletic trainers on staff. Uh, David Holford and uh, Ashley Watkins are athletic trainers, and they did a, they did an excellent job. Well, we a, a lot of partnerships partnerships with um, uh, United Healthcare to make sure our students were. Uh, we had, we were required to do weekly testing by 3C2A, our governing body. Uh, so, you know, everything had to be in line. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't, you know, we could not just open up and play. There there were so many restrictions put in place that we had to follow, whether it was county guideline, whether it's 3C2A guideline, you know, whether it's ATA guideline, which is our Athletic tra- Trainers Association. There were a lot of guidelines and, um, and policies that had to be followed. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by EcoBright Solar. For all your cleanings, repairs, monitoring, or installs for your home or business solar panels, call 559 377 9947 and mention the podcast to get a 10% discount. That's 559 377 9947. And you can mention the podcast to get a 10% discount off your order. That's EcoBright Solar. Well,
1: big ups to the trainers and everybody involved for coming together and being able to work with one another to uh, for one common goal, and that's to make sure that the student athletes, staff, and everybody involved, you know, can come back safely and and um, you know that that that's great to see and hear about.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't an easy task. <laughs> it yeah. Definitely.
1: Wasn't. So, Derek, for those oh. who don't know you give us a, give me give us a little bit of your background you know what was your upbringing uh you know uh how much is sports was sports uh, uh, important in your life as you were growing up
0: uh i, I mean I'll, I'll i'll start by you know i'm i'm a i'm a humble guy uh you know for for you know most people When they meet me or, you know, they would say, well, he's a he's a great guy, but he's very humble. I really don't speak a whole lot on myself. I I really enjoy spending time speaking about student athletes or the people uh, that I that work under me. Um, But I mean, I I was I was born in actually Atlanta, Georgia, uh, to to both my mother and father, who are still married today. Uh, Matter of fact, they're coming up on a 50 year anniversary. Um, and athletics was huge in, in my household, uh, just in my upbringing. Um, I remember I mean, my father probably coached every team that m- me and my brothers played on. I'm the youngest of four, so I got beat up a lot. <laughs> I got <laughs> beat up a lot in my household. Uh, but, but I, I mean, I will say that it it, it taught me some, uh, just being the youngest and having to literally. You know, when your brothers are older than you and your are in biology just doesn't, or I should say anatomy just doesn't allow you to win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they're older and they're stronger. It makes you a stronger person. I mean, it really does. It, it, it actually, you know, taught me work ethic. I can remember, uh, and this is the how competitive our household was, you know, back when I grew up, they were, you know, we had, we played in the street, you know, we we played wall ball. We played um uh, run the bases uh you know i grew up in the city i moved to new jersey or my family we grew up in new jersey and you know i can remember you know playing wall ball you know my brothers they they were older than me so they threw a little bit harder to me <laughs> and and i can just remember them beating me and i would just i mean i would probably cry but then i would go back outside and just practice when they were not watching <laughs> <laughs> just practice when they were not watching I even video games i remember that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell my age Atari you remember Atari Oh yes yes <laughs> <laughs> I remember you know playing Atari and and they just you know they were just better than me uh they got the game and I, I can remember just flinging a joystick across the room and busting people. <laughs> you know because you got, you got you know as a as a youngest you get tired of losing but yep. I mean that and it taught me some uh it gave me some mental toughness uh if you will so uh, moving, moving on, I mean, I, I went to high school. I, I was a three-sport athlete, track and field, baseball, football. Um, uh, went to school on, uh, I, I was actually supposed to go for football. And I ended, ended up going for baseball the University of South Carolina. Played a little baseball. Was drafted twice by the Marlins. Uh, eventually had a brief stint with the Marlins. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, just kind of athletics. Played a a major role, and not just athletics, but the the, back then, the mothers and fathers that volunteered their time to coach our teams. Nobody was. It's not like now where, you know, you get some of the AAU leagues, and you know they may get a little piece of the. uh, You know they are using it as a business. No, these are volunteers. These are people in the community um, that were interested in in um, community recreation. And uh, and they made a difference. I, I think they really made a difference in my life. I can remember, you know, several coaches and and, and my father included in that. Um, who I can remember them coming home from, not even, not even changing out of work clothes, but going to the field and practicing. I can remember, you know, I mean, just think about back then where, you know, you were on a your know, baseball field. I grew up in a very blue collar town. You know, the coach was smoking a cigarette coaching at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's I. You know I grew up kind of hard. I, I grew up, um, you know, the coaching styles were were much harder. You know, the expectation was high. Uh, mental toughness was a thing. Yes, uh, and that that's how I grew up, and I, I think that still lingers in me. Uh, I think even as a as a manager, as an, as an athletic director. Um, those are traits that, you know, I still use today in leading uh, departments and leading, um, you know, uh, all any coach. I mean, it's, you know, you know, I, a, a, it's just a it's a very in today's world of athletics is very different than uh, how I came up in athletics and what the expectation was uh, for some, but not all. But um, at any rate, I mean, I, I, I just, I've been around athletic, athletics all my life, my, all my life. My wife is an athletic trainer. Uh, you know, she went to Michigan State. Uh, it, it's just a huge part of who we are. Uh, you'll find us, um, if I'm not at one of my games, I'll be at one of her games. I support uh, her schools where she, um, where she uh, serves as an athletic trainer at Sunnyside High School. Um, she supports our games. It's it's just a way of life for us. Yeah, you know I often talk to you know young administrators and and this kind of goes into their personal lives and and sometimes they're having problems with um, maybe a girlfriend who does who's not in athletics and wants the time. Athletics is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It mm-hmm. it, it truly is. Even as it relates into your into your family lifestyle. It is truly a lifestyle. You have to uh I I tell even coaches, you know, you you really have to, um young coaches, when they get married and they they come into athletics, you really need to talk to your spouse about what this is we do. And that we're on call 247, no matter what. Uh so, but that that's kind of who i am um you know it's uh I, I i um graduated and went to uh graduated with a bachelor's i actually have a bachelor's in journalism uh mass communications and public relations um and uh i did a little radio too used to do a little radio uh play by play commentating for, for football and a little play by play for baseball as well and Eventually went on and and got a master's degree in sports administration, uh, and I, I've served in probably every position there was there is in an athletic department. Uh, I've been a sports information director, I've been an athletic operations manager, uh, I was an assistant athletic director, and then an associate athletic director. Um, I, I'll probably say the only thing that I haven't done was athletic training.
1: Uh,
0: you know, obviously fundraising is a part of that as well, so. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, my background was there. It's just it's it's it, you know, I got into uh, athletics by way of uh, serving as a head baseball coach at a division II program at Benedict, Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and, and, you know, that 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 is probably one of the if, if I were to look back over my career and the relationships that I still have with those players and to see them. I have players now that are coaching at high schools, they're teachers, uh, they're lawyers, they're, I mean, they're, they uh, uh, you know, nurses, uh, you know, I, being able to see them graduate is probably one of the most gratifying things uh, of being a coach and also just an athletic director.
1: Yeah, I bet. So is that where you learned the uh, your importance of mentorship and leadership?
0: I, I I think, um, I've had, I've been very blessed. Uh, I've had some great mentors in my life. Um, you know, I, I mean, obviously I'll start out with my father. Um, you know, my father is a, uh, a, a Vietnam vet. Uh, so again, I mean, he, 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 um, he did three or three, three tours in four years. So he had seen a lot of, a lot of the world. Uh, he was a combat veteran, um, uh, seen a lot of the world, and also seen the the nasty, but seen the beauty. Uh, but also, even even after that, most of my coaches, I I still keep in contact with one of my little league coaches who who kind of coached me all the way up until I was eighteen. Um, his name is Fred Walters. He he, he uh, played for the um, uh, the Phillies, and um, you know those relationships in how they took interest in me uh i think you know i've always heard them say you know when you make it somewhere you make sure you reach back and i think that's part of who i am as far as making sure i reach back to uh provide any type of mentorship or any type of advice to anybody that wanted it um but yeah i mean i th- it, it was definitely a value um Uh, When I was at Benedict College, Willie Washington was the athletic director. Uh, And I think he's been the athletic director for 30 years. That's unheard of. Mm. Um, uh, And this is a guy, this is a guy who stands 6'6", 6'7", former basketball player, uh, president of an optimist club. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, and he, you know, it's just in him to lead. And I was, you know, I was blessed enough to, to serve under him as an associate athletic director, and you know, he gave me, he he would give me a, a a little bit of rope to try things, to go out and fail, and even if he didn't think it was a good idea. I remember, I remember one year uh, he put me in charge of uh, community engagement with NCAA. There was a national uh, initiative. And uh, so he said, OK, Derek, I want you to come up with some community engagement uh, events so that we can try and win this award. <laughs> so uh, I came up with this event. He was he was not feeling it at all. He was, he was like, Derek, this is not going to work. His exact words was like, this is not going to work, but you go ahead. Uh, so I came up with this event called the, the uh, Tricycle Relays where... You know, we rode little kid tricycles. It was a race, and we partnered with. Um, uh, it was asthma awareness. Asthma was a big deal in, in Columbia at the time because of the high pollen. Yeah. And uh, you know, we on this one event, we 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 used all of our student athletes. We had about five or six hundred people in attendance. We're riding tricycles around the stadium, set up races. Uh, you know, the staff brought out a grill. I mean, it was a lot of improv to stuff, and we ended up winning the NCA, not the Division Two National Community Engagement Award. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and you know, but he gave you know things like that. I say that because he gave me that leeway to be creative. He gave me the leeway to okay, if you fail, you'll learn from it. Uh, so, I think that's that's pretty important to even as as a manager that you give employees the enough rope to to develop themselves and branch into different areas um you know it, it, I think that's very important but yes I mean mentoring um has been a huge part of my background uh, you know as a matter of fact I was talking to a a good friend of mine and colleague. I was the athletic director at Riverside City College for a while. And I brought in at the time he was only I mean, he was a young kid. I mean, I shouldn't say kid, but he was a young guy. He was 24. He was working part time on Riverside's campus and nobody would give him a shot. But I, I needed someone in my athletic department that I could rely on for things when I wasn't there. And I saw that this kid was pretty resourceful with with uh, technology, uh, u- utilizing Excel. So I brought him in as as at first I brought him in as my as a uh, assistant, just as a coordinator. He worked his way up, uh, you know, became assistant AD. Now he's the athletic director at Long Beach at Long Beach City College. Oh wow! You know, so I mean, it's it's and it. It is because he got that shot and he took advantage of it, and you know, I, I think we as as leaders have to be able to, you know, you know, the talent in a room is not always the shiny bright person or the shiny bright object. It might be that person that just needs a help or a hand up. Uh, this guy, his name is Caledon Stewart. He didn't even have his bachelor's degree when I brought him in, but uh-huh. I told him before before you leave here. You will have, you will finish your bachelor's degree. And after he finished his bachelor's degree, I said, I said, look, don't stop. Go, I want you to apply for some type of master's program within the next three weeks. And he did it. And he eventually got his master's degree, uh, graduated with his master's degree last year. But, mm. so you know, and, and, you know, nobody told me those things when I, when I graduated, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I, I think it's the things that we learn along the way that, You know, we can't be gatekeepers of information. Uh, That's that's not that's not who we are and how we should be as leaders. We need to offer that information Um, a lot of times. And I tell people this all the time. It's not what you it's not what you're telling me that's going to hurt me. It's what you're not telling me, what you're omitting to tell me in regards to being successful. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that that we uh, get a little bit lackadaisical of is the things that we don't tell people uh, that kind of hurt them in the long run.
1: Yeah, uh, I I agree with you. That's, that's well said. Um, so now that you're there at Fresno City, what are the things that have changed since you've been there? Um, any new coaches? Uh, any of the programs getting revamped? Um, you know, just uh in general, I mean what 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 have you started putting your uh, imprint on?
0: I'll start with the the coaches actually we just made a hire with a new basketball coach. His name is uh Rob Haynes. he was the head basketball coach at Porterville College. Uh, I mean if you look back at some of the some of the the film or even the stats, you know you'll see that Porterville College was the only only school that played River, Fresno City close within the last three to four years. The point deficit of, of those games, meaning, uh, and if I'm correct, I looked at them a while ago, but the point there was only like a four point de- four point deficit in the last three years. Oh, wow. Of three games, of mm-hmm. the games that we played. So, and, you know, it, Coach Haynes is a good coach. Uh, he's a good coach. Um, you know, I think he's going to be a great. He's a great addition to the staff. Uh, he's already out hitting the ground running and then recruiting um, uh, and um, you know we look forward to to continuing the success of the program uh, we also hired a um, our, our swim our water polo and swim uh, team we we, we kind of needed to revamp that program put some energy into it so um, we hired Hillary Boos uh, who was the head the um, water polo coach at Sanger High School. And Hillary is probably I'll I'll put it to you this way. Of the last 15 years, 17 years that she's been a coach, she's won 15 league championships. Wow. So uh, she's definitely a Uh, go-getter. She's on the grind right now. Uh, She's going to be looking for some talent as well. I look for those programs at the and we'll we'll have some changes coming up soon. I actually some things I can't announce yet, they're official, they haven't been official. Uh but we're we've gone through the process of hiring a new softball coach and also a um uh softball and and women's golf. So uh you know we're we're looking for some big things. Uh we're we're, we're about ready to kick off our our fall sports. Uh obviously football season is on the on the horizon here. We just got our schedule. Um we're looking for some big things from Coach Kaviglia. Uh we've we've had a successful program in the past. Uh um Fresno, we 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 seem to win the our conference championship every year. We're gonna be we're gonna we're looking to take some of those non-conference games uh that we don't that we are we haven't been that successful at in the past too. So that's the push for this year. Um you know but also improve our you know, for me, being a, a, a former sports information director, I was also game operations. I'd like to improve our game, uh, our in-game experience uh, for our fans, and try to drum up a little bit more support around from the community. So, one touch that we added this year, um, I've been working with uh, Ray Ortiz and Mike. They're the owners of Fresno Street Eats, uh, and we've come, we've we've kind of partnered together, and we're gonna. Fresno Street Eats will be at all of our home games. Uh so we're we're trying to create that that you know, that festival atmosphere, that game like atmosphere. Good food, uh, good competition, all in the heart of downtown of uh, not downtown, but on in the heart of uh the inner city of Fresno. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that, you know, you know, even you know, and there's still some things that we're working on right now to helping, you know, um to help us uh increase our Fan base, but also improve on our fan experience, our game experience. You know, I'm looking to partner with some of these clubs in and around the city. I mean, uh, Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, uh, any of these nonprofits that where you're looking to get your students out to uh, a positive event, uh, contact me. Contact me. Send me an email. We'll get you in. We'll we'll get you some some. some uh, uh, designated seating, we'd love to have you in the stadium. I mean, and that's what it's about, is providing a good game experience and a good uh, fan base for our student-athletes. They really work hard, and they deserve it. Yeah, well, that sounds like
1: exciting stuff, definitely, because I've been to City Games, and uh, for as successful as it's been, the fans just, uh, you know, it's it's a big stadium, and... uh, you know you mm-hmm. kind of look around and it's like man, these these guys work hard in the off season these players and you know they they should be rewarded with with the uh, you know capacity filled stadium and and the atmosphere like you said a festive atmosphere and 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 especially you know the home team wins the games i mean it's it's even
0: better mhm yep, i think um i think we'll get it there it's definitely going to take some time uh you know you know but that is uh that's an area where i am um, you know, really uh, putting some effort in that area and some energy. You know, you'll you'll see some game themes, uh, first responder night, educator night, um, you know, um, you know, high school day, uh, or, or I'm looking at something right now where I'd love for uh, I hadn't I hadn't said this, but I'm I hadn't we hadn't worked on it, but I, I really I've been kind of working with some. With FUSD, i'd really like to get some high school bands into our uh, to perform at our games uh so there's there's a lot of ideas that, that are floating around and, and that uh, that haven't come to fruition yet but they're in the works so uh you know we'll, we'll see what happens and 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 then, you know we'll kind of go from there so it sounds like you're trying to connect the
1: the 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 entire not just the athletic programs but Fresno City as a whole, Fresno City College as a whole, to the community and the surrounding communities. Um, And I I don't know if it's actually been that way. Um, I can't sit here and say that I think their reach has been, you know, far, you know, 20 minutes west of, you know, the inner city limits of Fresno, you know, to Fresno County Schools. But it sounds like that's one of your biggest goals and that's what you're reaching is to is to reach out beyond the city limits to to everybody else.
0: It is, you know, you know, Rob. One of my biggest things that uh, we talk about, my wife and I, is whatever, wherever we work, we want to be a part of that community, and and that's that's huge to us in being a part of the community. So, if I can use my platform as associate dean, athletic director at Fresno City, to connect our programs with uh, the Pop Warner programs. Um, if I, can, if I can connect our programs of boys and girls of, of, of America here in Fresno, uh, connect our programs with the high schools and using and allowing them to use stadiums, uh, use our facility while we're playing to that. That's that's kind of what we're about. And I also think that's the direction of uh, Dr. Goldsmith as well, a president of the college of, you know, it, it's we're right now. We uh we also even partnered with uh we have a uh, Fresno Freeze who's using our field to um, the women's soccer club uh the professional women's soccer club to to play their games uh, well I mean for us that's huge yeah you know you know that that gets our students um, firsthand experience in seeing how those games are managed uh also you know just it's just it's a huge partnership. Uh, you know, you know, Tower District is right down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something to where you know we really want to be. Um, I'm pushing our athletic department to be a better partner of the community. Um, you know, our coaches do an excellent job. Some of them are involved with all types of things, uh, readathons, the local elementary schools. Um, they're they're just involved. It just hasn't been publicized. Yeah. So, so what we're going to start doing is using uh, our what's in our arsenal, which is our games. That's that's our value. Uh, You know, Fresno City, we have value in our facilities. Uh, We have an impression on campus. I mean, we have 17,000 students. I mean, that's that's an impression. (laughs) You know, you know, if any company wanted to, if you wanted to put your logo or your product in front of 17,000 students. You support Fresno City Athletics. Yeah, that's big. (laughs) You know, that's, you know, that's, I mean, you think about it, you know, know, like we said, Dutch Brothers right down the street, uh, Wendy's right across the street. Our students use all of these, uh, they patronize all of these businesses. Uh, So, you know, so you'll see me walking the street trying to gain partners (laughs) in the next couple of weeks, (laughs) (laughs) you know.
1: That's good. I I mean, I I can't say I've known about, you know, a handful of of athletic directors, you know, in in J.C.'s and (laughs) you're obviously the the one that's, you know, I I can I can hear the passion that you have for your job and and uh, for how committed you are, you know, to Fresno City and uh, how committed you are to make sure that the experience that our student athletes have is is a great one. Um, you can hear it as you as you speak. You know, your ideas are great. You know, uh, hopefully everybody who sit, who's listening to this podcast, you know, if you've got a business, a company, uh, you need to get with Derek.
0: <laughs> get signed oh, we'll, up. Yeah. We'll put you in for, we'll, we have a value. We have a base. We have, we can create impressions. Uh, I mean, we also have a state championship that we'll be hosting uh, with our volleyball team in December uh i mean our volleyball teams won the last 12 conference championships and two state titles mm-hmm. our wrestling team under under paul Kesaw, uh overall the wrestling program has won 19 state championships 19. Wow. so their success here and even even back to that you know state championship uh kieran robley is our head volleyball coach and she does an excellent job on the beach we have beach volleyball and indoor volleyball. And, um, I mean, she, I mean, those, those ladies do an excellent job. They train hard. They play hard. Um, it's, 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 it's amazing to see their commitment level as student athletes and, um, you know, and how they, even this year, what, how bad they wanted to get on and, and play as we opened up spring. So, so yeah, we're we're looking for some good things this year. I, I think the energy I think the energy is going to be high. Um, you're right. You can hear the passion in my voice. I mean, I mean, I I, I took this, I, I accepted this responsibility, and I and I'm I'm fully committed to Fresno City College uh, and the student athletes uh, and and just the the students of Fresno City.
1: Yeah, and it it uh, and it
0: all goes back to like you said the, your upbringing.
1: Uh, The strong uh, foundation that you have just not only in athletics, but the way your parents uh, bringing your Mm -hmm. parents gave you, you know, your your many battles with your siblings and, you know, and and the countless blessings of being able to be mentored by the people along along the way, you know, every step of your of your your life, you know, so it's you you can obviously me just listening to you, you know, you uh, uh, I am happy that you are here at Fresno City College and, and uh, representing them?
0: Oh, yeah. Man, I, I think we're going to... This isn't the only project we're going to work on. <laughs> we're going to work <laughs> on some more projects. Uh, I, I think we can all find, you know... It, for me, I look for an opportunity to partner in any encounter. I, I really do. I try to find some way that... um and, 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 and most of the times, there's no revenue involved. It's just, how can I partner? How can I be a power for good in this community how can i help uh not just the college but how can i open doors for students how can i create some access for students and and I, and, I, and that's just who i am as a person yeah with
1: with your with today's student athletes um how do you ensure or how do you how do you stay connected to today's student athletes
0: Whew, boy, you got to get on that social media, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, and that's that's something that that um, we need to work on as uh, older as, as what are we are. We generate, what are we? We're not, we're, what are we, Gen X? Not Gen X, but what are we? What are we? We're just old heads. Yeah, we're old, old heads. heads. There you go. <laughs> so, I, I, someone said something to me the other day, and it resonated uh, with me because if you think about it, they're absolutely right. The only way, or to connect with someone, that is, for, for let me put it for anyone thirty-five and older, mm-hmm. or. To connect with someone younger than that age, you need someone to mentor you that's younger than that. Mm. Because everything has changed for us. Yeah, everything is so much more fast paced, much more instant. You know, you know these kids today, even a high school kids, they communicate through social media. You know, they don't communicate through a lot of words like we did. (laughs) You know. You know, so you actually need, you know, I have an 18-year-old. Uh (laughs) so I I actually I told her the other day, you're gonna be my mentor. (laughs) Because you know, and just to find out how the, how they think, what they're how what they connect with. Yeah, you know, e- even as administrators, sometimes we make bad decisions because we don't vet things through younger students. Yeah, even because you know, if you if you're trying to find out how to connect with a student, like for instance, if I'm marketing something to. An eighteen-year-old. I'm getting on Snapchat or Snapchat or t- TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. I'm not gonna put it on my website. I mean, I might put a little logo or something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna market it on Snapchat or TikTok. Yeah, you know, if I really want to get my message across to them, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so it's a different way of thinking. It's, it really is. Even coaching, it's a different way in coaching now than it was years ago as well
1: yeah so how do you ensure that uh, is there anything implementing implemented uh, for the coaches to make sure that you know some of the older old heads <laughs> um, can figure out this TikTok thing and Snapchat if, and Instagram
0: if you look at some of we have some great uh, our, some of our coaches do an excellent job on their social media sites and Instagram and uh, uh Twitter. i mean they are we we actually it's funny we hire coaches who have skills in social media (laughs) to to do that i mean it just just to connect to their players yeah uh i think that's that's the first line of defense in using your social media to communicate and and, and market your program
1: if not you just fall behind uh
0: yeah, I mean, it, I, I I truly believe that. I mean, even myself. It's, I mean, for me, it's a it's a it's a task to uh, even keep my own social media, yeah. for each of you know. Well, it's have, a task.
1: I have a problem. I just get one down and three more pop up, and I'm just like, uh, how am I going? Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the, the the main thing is just to stay active on it. Yeah. Stay active. So what I do is I try to commit myself to at least three or four posts a week. There you go. (laughs) Make it a habit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if I was a student, if I'm a student athlete at a small school and I'm trying to get noticed by the local JC, I'm not the, I'm not the, you know, division one. You know, I'm not the, I'm not the number one player on the team. Number two player. But I'm a solid three, four, five. What can a student athlete do to uh, make sure that he? I mean, is there is there camps and anything that he can go to or she can go to to get noticed? That's that's on your campus or that's
0: around the city. We have not. We canceled all of our camps this year. But most coaches, what I would what I would uh, the advice I would give to those student athletes is work through your coach your high school coach and have your coach directly contact uh, one of whatever coach, whatever school you want to go to. Uh, there's nothing like a referral from a head coach to a coach to coach, uh, peer to peer. Yeah, um, that's that's how most people get. Uh, most students get noticed. Um, most of our coaches get around to all of their respective sport, high school games, uh, whether they're playoffs, whether or not. Uh, if your school is not making it to the playoffs, you definitely need to get your coach in touch with one of our coaches. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, I'll just say this. Most coaches are going to, re- they're going to recruit uh, the top talent first. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to just turn talent away in some retrospects. But again, there's only so many spots on a roster as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, in this year with COVID, the you know, most of our years were waived. So we have we have so many students that are come that didn't play last year because they didn't have to, mm-hmm. that they're coming back. So the recruitment this year is actually a little bit low because we have so many players coming back. Uh and the reality of that is on this level and D three, D two, D one level. Is there's not enough scholarship to go around?
1: Yeah, it created a logjam. Huh? Yeah, it did. It cre-
0: yeah, it's like a it's like a bottleneck mm-hmm. right now.
1: Yeah, and, and, and in one sense, you get a lot of you get a lot of talent, talent, experience, talent back. But mm-hmm. then, but then you suffer because you can't bring in these new kids. You know, you 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 get the upperclassmen that want to come back one more year, but you don't. You can't. You know, you don't have enough scholarships to give out to the uh, these younger ones out of high school exactly
0: Yep. Yeah, catch 22 how
1: many sports are you in charge of
0: we have 21 sports at fresno city 21 man 21 how, how do you spread
1: your i mean how do you do that how do you
0: uh it's a big job i'm not, I'm not gonna lie we 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 are our, our infrastructure um we need to we need to improve our infrastructure meaning uh staffing mm-hmm. uh and and that has been looked at um but, uh, you know, I utilize um, I utilize my assistant athletic director Rhonda Williams a lot um, But, you know you, you just have to really be able to manage time wisely um, You know I was taught this a, a long time ago, every, every problem is not an emergency And, you know, sometimes even with coaches, you know when an issue pops up, it's it's an emergency. It's immediate for them right <laughs> then and there. Um, we have to be as an athletic director. You have to be able to say no to some things and also um, prioritize uh, tasks. You know what's what's right now. What's important to get done immediately? Uh, and I think that's how I stay sane. Uh, but also, again. At you know, when I'm out at games and I'm watching games, it doesn't feel like work, yeah. You know, it doesn't feel like work, you know. It, it's you know, you know, my uh, I have an aunt, an older aunt who lives in San Francisco, and I was explaining to her what I do, and she said, and they pay you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, it's not just going to games, but <laughs> but uh, again, it's it's a uh, you know, athletics is is a I, I, you know, I we all have those friends who are who are the uh, the, the the Saturday morning quarterbacks or, or the armchair quarterbacks, yeah. and they wish they worked in athletics, and <laughs> they they want to tell you how you should have handled this. And it's just an attractive field. Athletics is an attractive field to people. So, uh, you know, it's a very visible field. So, and again, it doesn't it it doesn't feel like work until you have to deal with. Um, you know, any, any type of personnel issues, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's the only time it feels like work.
1: It's work when you're in the office, huh?
0: Not yeah. at the games. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> at the game. So, game is relief time. So, uh,
1: so let's, uh, what's your uh, short-term, short-term goals and long-term goals?
0: Uh, I, I would say our short-term goals is to improve our, for me, is to help to improve our infrastructure so that we can be we can work more efficiently within our within our processes. Uh, as gar- regarding staffing. Uh, long-term goals are improving our facilities. Um, we're we we are the oldest, one of the oldest uh, community colleges in California, and I mean Ratcliffe Stadium is <laughs> it's historic. Yeah, it is. You know, and we we really eventually that that, that um, it's been talked about, but that would be you know within the confines of the district uh, and 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 how that happens. That would be a um, a goal for me, not just Raceland, but just all of our instead all of our facilities to improve those facilities. Uh, you know, our high schools here in Fresno have beautiful facilities. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it makes it hard to compete with those high schools, to be honest <laughs> with you, uh, when, when those facilities are, are that much better. Uh, but, um, you know, I think, you know, I, I think really improving the facilities is, is one thing to, to give, to make sure that we're giving our students a uh, good experience, yeah. uh, a good uh, collegiate experience. And the, uh, the yeah, the
1: track. <laughs> how old is that that track
0: (laughs) that track is very old (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know how old it is I'll put it to you like that I know the Rolling Stones played in our stadium (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead serious the Rolling Stones I believe the Beatles (laughs) wow Uh, yeah the the is very
1: historic very historic it's like so. the, the pyramids are number one and then Ratcliffe Stadium number two, right? And our, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a beautiful
0: stadium though, man. Yeah, <laughs> really. it
1: is. It's it's nice. There's a lot of seat and lot of a lot of seats yeah. in there. I mean, it's it gives you that college feel. I mean, it's you know, the, the big stadium feel on that one side and mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to I hope everything works out for you and, and everything comes through and, and, uh, you know, we, we get the, the people coming out again and cause they're, it's good games, you know, people who mm-hmm. haven't been out there, you know, they're, they're missing who really enjoy, um, you know, college, college athletics, you know, there, there's Fresno city college has some, has some very good teams. I've known that, you know, throughout my life going and watching several, several of them, uh, um, uh, sports, you know, and, uh, whether it's, you know, women's basketball, men's basketball, football, track, you know, uh, soccer, uh, it's always entertaining. You know, we just need to get just need to get the
0: people out there. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's in and, and it. You know, we've uh, Fresno City College has produced a lot of talent, too, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that are, you know, two of the most notable. Of, you know, you have your um, Tom Seaver and you. Um, uh, now I'm 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 going blank here Uh, uh, my Raiders guy um, just got inducted into the Flores uh, uh, Tom Flores yeah sorry I was having a brain cam I know I know the name (laughs) I was having a brain Uh, so those are those are very uh, notable pros um, that are in the uh, in the major leagues or or just had played professional sports yeah You know, it's it's uh, and there's also who's the other guy? One of our track athletes, uh, well-known activist Harold uh, Harold Russell. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think think his name is Harold Russell, Uh, a well-known activist, civil rights activist, and still holds records to this day in track and field. He went on to um, uh, San Jose State. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's it's a storied. I mean, it's a storied history, athletic history at uh Fresno city so you know we'll get it there we'll definitely get it there and we'll keep we'll keep punching at it and and uh I mean I don't plan on going anywhere uh, I'm, I'm gonna help uh increase the exposure and the notoriety and we'll keep moving down
1: yeah definitely and anything we can do for you you know you give us a call
0: oh definitely you know I'm calling <laughs> 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 I got some ideas <laughs> I got some ideas for
1: us. Well, Derek, on that note, um, thank you for coming on the show. I truly appreciate you uh, uh, coming on and and, uh, and uh, dropping some some knowledge on the people, letting them know what what to expect at Fresno City College. Um, and like I said, anything we could ever do for you, you know, we're a phone call away. And uh, and I wish you much success and. Um, and congratulations on your On your uh, Growing your family a little bigger Thanks a lot man <laughs> And congratulations on, the, on, on On getting the job here And it being a, almost your one year anniversary And uh, tell your dad That I say thank you for his service
0: Will do man I appreciate you um, I'll be reaching out soon This won't be the last time um, we'll, we'll get some things going okay
1: Okay thank you very much
0: all right man thank you go rams
1: and that's a wrap on another home team podcast thank you to all the listeners who tuned in tonight special shout out to our supporters kerman subway sandwich located in the kerman plaza shopping center open seven days a week for all your sandwich needs also kerman car wash located in the kerman plaza shopping center the only drive-through car wash in town and finally home team printing 14 years of excellent service in kerman Contact number is 352-9259 for all your screen printing needs.